Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Have a comment about today's show? Visit RoyGreenShow.com. The Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. I'm on Twitter at The Roy Green Show and emails to Roy at RoyGreenShow.com. New York, we'll get back to your calls shortly. Stay with us. If you've got a line, hang on to it. It's uh, 1-800-263-2428 is our new number on The Green Show. And New York Cardiac Rehab Hospital is worried that Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump may wind up killing its patients. Southampton Hospital has barred its cardiac recovery patients from discussing the election while they're at the gym working out. And according to Bloomberg News, the election will end. The mental damage may not. That's the headline of a, an article they ran on Thursday. Um, is post-election violence a real possibility, regardless of who becomes the president of the United States? That's what we're talking about this weekend is the election. We'll take your calls on who you like for president, whether it's Clinton or Trump, and then who you think is going to win. may not be the same answer. Dr. Frank Farley Psychology professor at Temple University in Philadelphia, past president of the American Psychological Association and president of the Society for the Study of Peace, Conflict, and Violence. Which one of the three is it going to be on Wednesday morning, Frank? Oh, I hope it's number one. I do, too. I hope it's peace. <laughs> what do you think? But I'm, I'm not confident, honestly. Really? Nope. Well, think of what this 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 election has done. It has stirred the stress muscle in this country incredibly. I mean, it's really stirred the pot big time. It's been an angry campaign. And should we expect that that will suddenly stop on Tuesday midnight? Uh, It may not. And um, if you think about it, uh, there's a lot of, you know, the, the primary supporters for Trump have been males. And, uh, you know, we know that males are physically more aggressive than females and so let's say trump loses and i predict that he will uh we'll have a lot of disaffected males on our hands and you know we'd almost forgot about flash mobs we haven't seen one for quite a while but by gosh we had one here in philadelphia uh, about two weeks ago and it was a pretty bad scene we had about 200 people out in a flash mob on the streets and uh Several people were hurt. So it, that the post-election uh, issues, I think, are going to be serious for a period of time. How stressed are people in the United States right now? I know they're stressed in this country because if I just tweet a few words that appear to be negative to Trump, particularly, or negative to Clinton, the supporters of Trump and the supporters of Clinton will be all over me immediately. And, and that just speaks to me of the kind of emotional uh, involvement that there is. Now, in the U.S., I would imagine that's just amplified tremendously. For example, in your city of Philadelphia, huge city, um, part of the Rust Belt, right? Part of, the, um, part of the really historic fabric of the United States. 
And by the time the, uh, the election is over, people on either side will have lots of opportunity to claim we lost because. Not because of the numbers of votes, not because it was fair, but because. And then they'll fill in the blank whichever way they choose. Absolutely. And going into that uh, to Tuesday, there have been lots of national surveys of stress. My organization, the American Psychological Association, has come up with some amazing results in which the oldest group, 70-plus, are almost 60% stressed. The youngest group, millennials, roughly 18 to 37 is the criterion we use, about mid-50s, 55, 56% stressed. The two most stressed groups in this country are the youngest and the oldest. And that's a significant level of anxiety and stress. So something like that just doesn't go away. If you win, you know, that's one thing. But if your person loses, you still have that, that anxiety and concern, and that can be transformed into anger. And um, also other things, you know, like... Uh, Trumpism, if I may coin a phrase, maybe it's been coined by somebody else, but it certainly reflects very negative behavior, incivility and misogyny, things of that sort. Uh, of course, that you've, also been... got, you've also got, Frank, you have the accusations that the Clintons are liars and cheats, and, uh, and that she, and, and we know she's a liar. And so you have the two least like, I, I guess, p- political candidates as the last two standing, vying for the highest office in the land. And then you you take that reality and you mix it with a populist movement that has been growing and growing and growing over the last number of years, and people are getting more and more angry, and it's we come back full circle. You're looking at at a pot that's been stirred, and if the flame doesn't go down, there's only one other thing that's going to happen with the the stew. Yes. And so will this election resolve much of that? It may I not. Wonder. You know, we're, we're familiar with things like post-traumatic stress disorder. Right. I've coined the term post-election stress trauma, which abbreviates as PEST, P-E-S-T. And this may be a PEST that, that lingers for a long time, the kind of trauma that has been created by this election, an extreme, you know, election on both sides, as you point out. Yeah. And uh, you just don't walk away from that. It's not human nature to simply walk away. So is there, uh, is there, is there a predictable, rec- I don't want to use the word recovery, but I'll use it because I can't think of anything else. Is there a predictable sense, a uh, return to a sense of even the word normalcy doesn't work because nothing's been normal about this. Um, do things change and become more relaxed at, at some predictable point or not? Well, I think we can expect, yes, over time that will happen, and cooler heads will hopefully prevail, and uh, it's done. So, you know, suck it up and move on. And there's all sorts of options going forward, of course. There are off-year elections. The U.S. Congress, you right. know, every two years, the House of Representatives... Uh, members are up for election. That means that there will be elections next year and the next year and the next year mm-hmm. so that you can keep that arousal going that you've, you're in right now and apply it 
to an ongoing electoral process. And also, uh, I'm hoping that people will realize that the government in the United States has an awful lot of checks and balances. You know, and so there's the Supreme Court, there's the Congress, and there's the administration, the White House. And so there are a lot of checks and balances, and there's a lot of entry points for your view of, of things. So again, I, I would call on people to, uh, on, on this side of the border to get with the, what they call down-ballot elections, because they're always coming up. <laughs> you know, there will be yeah. more next year. Frank, we don't know what's going to happen, and we fear that it could be bad. I don't want to. I don't want to be predicting awful things, and I don't want to be uh, amplifying the fear factor. But the reality is the reality, and this has gone tribal. This has gone tribal. Yeah, it has, hasn't it? It has, and there are tribes emerging that we hadn't thought much about. Yeah, Frank, I th- uh, and, and they are. This is an opportunity. Has become an opportunity for them to arise yeah. and express themselves. Well, it spoke volumes to me when that hospital, and I thank you, Frank, for the time. It spoke volumes to me when that hospital said to its uh, cardiac patients, do not speak about Trump, do not speak about Clinton when you're in rehab uh, programs because you might have a heart attack and die. Indeed. How extreme is that? Wow. Frank, thank you for the time as always. You're welcome. Dr. Frank Farley, past president of the American Psychological Association, psychology professor at Temple University and president of the Society for the Study of Peace, Conflict, and Violence. 1-800-263-2428 is my number. Follow me on Twitter at The Roy Green Show. Let's go to your calls. And, uh, well, do you want it to be Trump? Do you want it to be Clinton? Who do you think it's going to be? And we'll, I suppose, we'll get into the issue of what do you think it's going to be like in the United States. Come Wednesday morning, Randy's in Scarborough, Ontario. Hi, Randy. Hi, Roy. How are you? Good, sir. How are you doing? Um, well, personally, I would love to see Trump get in power. Only because I would love to see some change. I mean, I do not think the U.S. people are happy with, you know, the government and what have you. And I think with uh, Clinton, you're going to get the same old, same old. So we're going to see the same old, same old with Clinton. But for Canada, I think Clinton would be better a better choice, though. I think Clinton will do better for Canada. I think Trump is all about America and would not care at all about Canada. I think Canadians forget that. They think we're Americans. And I think if Trump gets in power, Canada's in a bit of trouble. Well, he said that he would... I want Trump. He said that NAFTA would be essentially over and done with if he becomes yep. president of the United States. Randy, I appreciate your call in Scarborough, Ontario, 1-800-263-2428, Green Show, Chorus Radio Network. Trump or Clinton, Clinton or Trump, and why? And what's your feeling about what may happen in the United States late Tuesday night or early Wednesday morning? Anne is in London, Ontario. Hi, Anne. Oh, hi, Roy. Thank you. Um, I actually do think Trump is quite likely to win Because I think, and uh, this isn't directed to you, I think you've done great coverage of this election, but they are very, very angry with the media in the United States. And I don't blame them because there's so many things that have not been reported that they're now seeing online. They're afraid for their country. They're afraid for border security. And they absolutely do not want to be in the same predicament that Europe is in right now. Well, 
there's tremendous unhappiness with the status quo. And there's tremendous unhappiness with mainstream media. And have mainstream media been leaning left and pro-Clinton? Clearly the answer to that question is yes. And they've done it uh, for a long period of time. And so you have people like yourself saying, I think that Trump's going to win. We don't have anything to base it on other than, well, here's what I think the, the situation is, Anne. People have, been, people have the feeling they've been lied to for so long by so many who made promises and instantly broke them that, that now you don't know who to trust, so you trust no one except your, yourself and your own instincts and those around you. And I think that Hillary Clinton actually did Donald Trump a tremendous favor when she declared that his supporters, half of them, most of them, were deplorables. What that did was draw people together. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right, Roy. I really do. But, I mean, for me, my friends are older. A lot of them in the United States they are lovely people. They're well-educated, and they're good people. And they have followed politics for decades. And they know all about Clinton and her corruption. This is not new to them. So the media, to them, is just a joke right now because, you know, the same media that has covered, ironically enough, the, the corruption with Clinton is now making this woman out to be Mother Teresa. And they know it's simply not true. Yeah. What are your friends in the United States, if you were to ask them, or maybe you have, how will you vote, and what are you saying in public? Well, how would they answer that? Um, some of them are more open than others. Uh, some, I mean, it's not exactly that they love everything about Trump, but they, they, they see him as being the better policy choice. Okay, let me ask you this in about 20 seconds. Are they angry? Uh, I think they're afraid, and some are angry, uh, but more, I would say, they're terrified of Clinton getting in, because I, I agree with them. I think the United States is going to see civil war like Europe if she's elected. Well, uh, thank you, Ryan. I appreciate your call. There's no civil war in Europe, but there's un- unrest in Europe. And the fear is, and I think it's it's a fair question to raise, and could there be... Will there be significant unrest in the United States come Wednesday morning? Uh, 1-800-263-2428. Emails to Roy at RoyGreenShow.com. More of your calls when we come back. How do you think it's going to turn out? Will it be Trump? Will it be Clinton? How do you think it should turn out? Um, And are you being told the truth or are you generally being lied to? Is your sense that you're being told the truth by mainstream media and those in politics or is your sense that you're being lied to? We'll come back and take more calls.